can be only one podcast and may it be the Prince of the Universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt. And I'm Wes. Sayo. Uh, again, Mikey isn't here. Uh, the one who came up with the, these ideas. Actually, this is my idea that when we're going over topics. Well, if it's your it's, idea, don't give it to Mikey. Well, okay. no, Take I some mean. ownership here, pal. We were, well, we were going back and forth. I said, what well, Yeah, that's a good one, too. And so it's top five wrestlers who didn't exceed or, you know, just, just didn't reach their full potential, I should say. Okay. Now, t- today, I'm gonna, we're going to go through Mikey's list, kind of, you know, break it down, and then we're going to go through your list. Terrific. Okay. And I think I may have one person to add okay. to this, and that would be it. I'm thinking. If I think of another one, I'll let you know. No, two. So I'm going to be put in the two. role of thinking what Mikey was would thinking. embellish. Okay, was great. thinking. Right. Yeah, because I, I again, so I, he just gave me the lit. He just gave me five names, but then nothing. A yeah, psychological I mean, a tech, thriller. So he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a text. I don't want him to write a book about it, but he could have said so and so because. So maybe I'm of gaslighting Mike. Mikey, because he told me I don't this, know, but, but you, I'm going to interpret it. You really tore apart his his last top five, so I'm I'm, I'm waiting to hear how you're going to say, "Oh, that guy was." I'm going to say that was strong. Okay, tore apart. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Here we go with Mikey's. By the way, I see maybe one of these on. May, no, two of these on your list, possibly. You can tell me if they're on your list or not. Okay. All right. First one, Magnum TA. Uh. Explain to me who that is. I do not know who that is. Uh, he was paralyzed in a terrible car accident in, I want to say November, December. Got to be, no, it's before that, of 1986. Um, okay. He was working in the This NWA. wasn't Dark Side of Wrestling, was it? I don't remember. No, they this. have not okay. done a story on Magnum. But okay. uh, he was huge in Louisiana with Mid-South. Should they have? Um, well, I don't know if it's dark. His not story dark. is okay. not so much Dark Side of the Just Ring. Just tragic. Yeah, just tragic. Well, they did that with the Von Erichs, didn't they? Well, the Von Erichs really had demons in the closet. Yeah, too. when you yeah, kill you're right, yourself, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Just brothers and stuff. You're right. Sad. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Magnum, Magnum would have been the next NWA was Magnum, champion. Really? Yeah. No, without a doubt. Handsome guy in shape. Once again, authentic, very believable. Uh, yeah, I mean, sad and, stuff. And died in a wreck. Did you not say. die. Paralyzed. Oh, sorry. Paralyzed. Yeah, it was oh, paralyzed. And, yeah. You probably said that. I probably did say die. Sorry. No, no, you that. may have said paralyzed. Yeah. Uh, paralyzed in a, in a really bad car accident mm. in a Porsche and uh, right close to his house. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was just, and, and, and paralyzed, I guess. He's not in a wheelchair, but so, I mean, he never could work again. And So, so this is right around the superstar era. You know, this is when he, when they were gearing up head to head. They were yeah. going after him, they and them against Vince. So if he would have, if he would have kept going, you think he would have been a bigger name? I definitely think he. I definitely think like that, a Rowdy Roddy Piper and stuff like that. Would he have fit up in those? Yeah, I think that. Super, okay, I think it hurt Dusty because Dusty did not know where to go after that. Oh, was he teamed up with Dusty? Right? Yeah, he was like Dusty's boy. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was it was like that one. Wow, a, it impacted 1B. someone else's career then. Yeah, I think well because Dusty was the Booker, I think his creative vision was nothing but Magnum taking that belt and run shortly really running with and it. and having a big run with it and being this new big babyface that would challenge the way Hogan was the big babyface in New York, but in a 
different way because Magnum was this just rugged guy, you know, Harley Davidson t-shirts, you know, the kind of guy yeah. that you would see uh, if you're bankable. from the South. That's yeah. a bankable star. Right. You like, sell t-shirts. You you, you bring yeah, butts I mean, the and girl, seats. That's the kind of, the, the women are like, wanna... yeah, and the guys are like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I want to be, you know. So, okay, I uh, got you. I think, yeah, I think I think his whole story is just very, very well, sad. Well, just, just so so. I mean, we're looking at like impacting wrestling history. I think he, he would did. have. I definitely think. Okay, so Huge. this is a good pick for Mikey. Then. Yeah, totally. Okay, Huge not pick. not a pick that you had though. Not a pick I had. Okay, wow. I interpreted well, this 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 list a little differently, but I'll well, get into that later. All right, that's fine. Get into that later. His next one on here, I'm kind of confused, but I kind of know why. Lita? Lita had that, was a neck injury, right, or something, or back? What was it? Um, Yeah, she kind of took it out? Yeah. But she kind of achieved what she, I don't know, I think she I think Lita was a great character, too. I think her run with Edge, when they really went after how her and Edge became a real-life couple and Mm -hmm. embraced that, uh, I thought she was incredible. Yeah, I thought I don't know. I don't, do you think her time was cut short? Didn't reach I don't, full potential. I, I, I mean, don't she know how much more potential like, she could have reached. Yeah, ring wise, because the division just wasn't. If you put her in today's division, and that she would have she saw her. Yeah, yeah, it would be a huge. It would be a big, a bigger she, loss. You're right. She she's from an era where wrestling was just coming up, but there's maybe one or two that she could yeah, really wrestle against. They were the and top then, two by far, and that was it. That, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It was just the two of them, and they didn't really have anyone else who could hold their own weight. They were all just divas, real. I mean, that maybe you right, know, the, yeah. The divas looked good. Yeah, that was they got they fought in bikinis, correct? They fought in pools and oil baths. And Not mud that baths. there's anything wrong with that. That's that. There you go. But the but the thing is though, yeah, that's what the era was for women's wrestling, correct? And it wasn't this type of high talented, even though people loved her yes. for her high flying, for her wrestling capabilities. Yeah. Um, her looks, my, my, I remember my roommate, uh, Bruce's little brother, love Lita. Oh, had Lita posters everywhere. So, uh oh, yeah, uh oh, but yeah, he's a big Lita fan. But all right, so I, I think she did hit potential, but obviously Mikey doesn't think full potential was given, um, for whatever, forever, forever reason. Now another one he mentions here, which I can understand why, but he said Carrie Von Eric. Yep. He puts one of the Von Erichs, but he put Carrie on there, and I did hear that because this is in Dark Side Wrestling. Yeah. Because I think everyone was saying he was. I mean, if he hits the major circuit, he just takes over. Well, he had the most. He had the most bankable look. He was just carved out of stone. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked like Arnold, kind of. Yeah. You know, he had that real growth hormone looking jaw and and bone structure because he was loaded to the gills. But I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying. No, that's bankable. He was Again, incredibly, another... I mean, he had a high school shot put record and all this kind of stuff. So he was a big, strong kid. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was definitely, uh, you know, his his brother that died, um, David, I think, was on a higher trajectory as far as talent. He would have been the NWA talent mm-hmm. champion because he was – he had went to Japan and he had worked as a heel in Florida. David was the older one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I can see why you would put Carrie on that list. 
Um, but Carrie was so self-destructive. Right. He was his own worst enemy. Right. He didn't suffer. He was just over. He was overwhelmed with life. He was but, not emotionally prepared for what that business at that time could do to someone. But if his ways would have changed, that's a sad thing. He destroyed himself there. But yeah, I mean, he lost his foot in a motorcycle accident. For God's sake, yeah. riding a motorcycle with no shoes on. What are you thinking? Right. I mean, my God. If anybody in anybody reads that story now, they go, "What a idiot!" And that's sad because the guy had, you know, I mean, he had everything. Yeah, he, could. he had a lot of potential. Yeah, they owned Texas. Correct. They didn't have to pay for a thing. He walked into a store; it was already paid for. Right. Yeah. So everything came to him honestly on a silver platter, and hitting a national circuit. And just his, you know, with his physique, with his with his abilities, it could have dominated the business. Right. Yeah. So I can see that one. All right. So so far, none of these are on your list, correct? No. But once okay. again, we're looking at this list a little no, bit. Oh, okay, okay. So all right. Eddie Guerrero is on here. Totally. I, I I believe so. I think he had just hit peak potential and then snuck got snuffed out before we could see more I, yeah, of that great I, legacy. Yeah, I think he was where he was going to be a, a big, big star for probably the next three years for sure. Solid. Solid. Yeah, big was, league, big main eventer. Top echelon working with everybody yeah. who was important kind now, of now, situation. like he was just getting a taste of it, and he was about to just take over the whole business. You know, Every dream match would be you pit people against Eddie well, I think see he what had, they could but do. But I think he had had all that. I think that was it. He was he was at a point where he could start working with other guys and really take guys who were B-level performers to B-plus, A-minus. Yeah. Yeah. Generally all-around good guy, too, which I'm guessing is why. Uh... Yeah. I mean, guy that turned his life around, um, had a lot of struggles, a lot of, made a lot of bad personal choices, but really – you know, loved the wrestling business, grew up in the business, um, and really developed a lot of incredible characters as far as, like, his WWF run with, I mean, gosh, just look at what he did with China. Mamacita, I was yeah, going to say. I mean, it was just great. Was huge. Uh, and I think that's what built for him to keep, he climbed up the ladder slowly. He was in, you know, European, intercontinental. Yeah, and he, he did everything. Slowly, yeah, he yeah. ascended. But his matches were always solid. You you always oh, could yeah. depend upon him. As the villain, he could do good. As the hero, he could do good. I mean, he was just, he played both sides really well. Correct. So, yeah, I totally agree with that one. I agree. So, uh, all right. So, the last one, which I know I knew was going to be on here, Owen Hart. Because that's what he thinks about when didn't hit his peak. Now, here's my deal. I believe, and I'd love to hear Mikey argue with me. Owen Hart was going nowhere, and he was going to stay mid-card. Everyone says, man, he was the best. If he could have just... No, there was no way. Vince didn't want him. He didn't want to do the R-rated stuff, so Vince was making a joke out of him. He never would have been good. Oh, but what if WCW wouldn't have done nothing with him? There was no... Not to be cruel, Owen Hart is very talented, but there's no future... That Owen Owen Hart starts main inventing and getting his big break. In my opinion, again, not being cruel, uh, agree or disagree. I could not agree with you more. 
Okay. Well, you know how everyone talks about now. Well, oh, if Owen Hart would have been if, around, he could have shown If Owen the world. was going to be a main event player, he would have been a main event player the day he walked back into that locker room after Brett yep. left the company with the screw job. He would have been immediately put in a program with Sean. Yep. That was where he needed to go. Once he did not do that, he was just a really talented, possibly underrated performer because he could have a good match with anyone. But that was it. Yeah. And everyone speaks well of the dead. And I mean, they should because he was a good wrestler. I'm not oh, taking I think, anything I mean, away from God, him. I mean, my guy's a terrible story. Sad. Yeah. Oh, he's it's, a great it's, it's family horrible. guy. I mean, probably yeah. he's the best guy on that list as far as being a family man. Mm -hmm. Then he get wrapped up in this crazy business. But I agree with you. He that that was his one break. If he could have walked away, signed with WCW. No, I don't think he should have ever move, signed with WCW. Move and I'm that, about to jump into that next. Okay, so we can transition whenever. No, that's ready. fine. We will we'll transition. But yeah, again, I don't think he ever would have his reached. his. If he was going to be a star, a main event star, he needed to have a feud with Sean straight out the jump. Yeah. And if he didn't get the feud with Sean, he should have destroyed Hunter yep. because it didn't matter. Hunter was not a main event guy there. That's true. And then he could have said, you know, could have did a bit of angle and said, hey, you know, I'm going to break his arm unless you give me a match or something. It made him a very believable rugged baby face and I agree they with completely that. crapped that out. I agree with and that. And they gotta blame Vince on that. And Vince did not see Owen the way he saw Brett and he used him the exact opposite. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Good that you do too. I would say Vince used Owen to transition into my number one. Go for it. How WCW used Bret Hart. The biggest Oh screw yeah. Screw up in wrestling yeah. history was WCW handling do, Brett. Do you think cuz we we've talked about the fall of WCW which addresses this. Do you feel that if they brought Brett Hart in a different way in on a different way and start having him, you know, just using him differently, introducing him differently, having him get into the next big match, does this solidify WCW even further away or does Vince still no, I don't think so. Okay, so I th not that I think monumental. Once they, it was they, a monumental error how they well they bungled handled him. they bungled the second half of '97. That yeah. was that was their downfall. Uh, as far as creative sense, I'm not saying about them going out of business. That's a Turner okay. Broadcasting screw up with AOL. And if anybody argues that, look at the Braves in the '90s and their payroll and what they did to the Braves. They chopped them down and made That's them true. like a C level. Talent yep. when Atlanta small town was team again, a, a dominant team. in the My 90s. God, they had everybody going to the playoffs or the World Series every they year. They got Maddox over the Yankees in like '92 when they were going to pay him more. Yeah, but Atlanta paid more. So anyway, anyway, all right. So keep going though. I so, just well, think what about that. that? Yeah. I, I just think that they completely screwed that up. The the a way of introducing Brett would have do the right finish at Starcade. Sting comes into the ring the next night on Nitro, and you know he has this big interview where he finally starts talking to Mean Gene about the past year, about everything that happened, and then NWO comes out, and they just surround the ring. And they say, 
there's no way you can stop us all. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to try. I've got my bat. And then you bang, you hit that Bret Hart music. And Brett comes out and says, nope. We're stopping this. Yeah, this is over. You Then you build that mm-hmm. with those two guys. And you can have a turn eventually. But if they would have done that and, out, and aligned those two guys... Yeah, that way, a, you would have good slowly be elevating Goldberg that whole year. Yep. You would have had him ready. You already had Dallas ready. You had like these four pillars right there. You still had Flair. All of this good stuff and really delved into the. You could have really got it, kept going with WCW versus NWO versus splitting the NWO up and watering it completely down worse than it was. I just, they, and that is all Hogan. I don't care what anybody says about Hogan. Hogan, whatever great things Hogan did for wrestling, (laughs) he hurt so many guys' careers. I'm not saying that his turn didn't rejuvenate the business. Right. And I love Voodoo Child, but man, he did a lot of damage in WCW. (laughs) A lot of damage. yeah. 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 So how could WCW handle Owen Hart? He would have buried him the same way. That's what I'm saying. Him going didn't to WCW, matter. it wouldn't have mattered. They got okay. Davy Boy. They didn't do anything with Davy Boy. No, they didn't. That's true. That's true. Okay, so screwing up Hart. No, I agree with this. I agree with this. I like where you're going here. Okay. And and Hogan did water down that business. Yeah, yeah I mean, why, why do it? Why say I'm going to have one half of the NWO and... Nash takes one half, and but I'm going to get Hall. I mean, it's just so convoluted and stupid. Because yeah. yeah. Hogan wanted somebody cool with him. Because Hogan on his own is not cool. Is and he you know yeah. postmania brother. He's not cool like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. No, I'm not, not saying that he did not make the NWO. That's what made it so unique was the three of them. But Hogan on his own is Jimmy Hart and Brutus Beefcake and all that dumb crap. Yeah. Yeah. Thunder in Paradise, silliness. Just like Hogan, it's lame. Correct. One-dimensional. Okay. All right. Boot. Yeah. I'm going to drop the boot, hit you with the boot, leg, yeah. leg drop. I might pin, pin you and drop my thermos on your face. <laughs> I mean, that's it, it's just how he was. He didn't care. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, if, if I, I would talk I, to anybody about how poorly I, he handled his fellow talent. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm sure I, I was. I knew who he was in the '80s. You know, he's a big superstar and blah, blah blah. But when I started watching him, I felt like this guy has nothing to give. Right. He takes a lot. He take. He took yeah. as much as he more than he gave. That's. I agree with that 100. percent All right. So what's the next one? Uh, Taz's debut at the Royal Rumble in 2000 against an undefeated Kurt Angle came out Madison Square Garden. Most yep. famous arena in the world. From ECW, fresh Blew off ECW. the roof off the place. Right. That countdown was incredible. It was handled a lot like the Jericho. Mm-hmm. Three months later. Nothing. Can't use him. Triple H says, ah, he's too small. He's hurting people. Well, he was small and hurting people in ECW. You know, why sign the guy? Why put all this investing to this incredible debut? And not just, just let him be a mid-card guy. I mean, it just shows how poorly in WWF in that 2000 year, 
when they were overwhelmed with too much TV, so much success, Austin going down, you know, you bring this guy in who could be a real player for you, and you completely, Hunter's like, nah, we can't use him. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Another good one. I mean, watch watch his debut. Blew it off. Off yeah. of ECW. This is not this is not someone coming from WCW who was hot. Yeah. Or WWF. This is the third company. Distant third. Right. Small market. Now, granted, it was in New York, but if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's true. He was as over as anybody else that night. Mm-hmm. Had a great match with Kurt. Obviously, Kurt can work with a broom. But three months later, what are you doing with the guy? Nothing. Only because of Hunter. Wow. Which goes into my next one. I'm ready. So there's a big angle with Kurt Angle and Stephanie in 2000. <laughs> okay. And uh, <clears throat> where there's this big kiss. Okay. You can go back and watch this on many different platforms. The crowd was so ready for Kurt. Kurt and Stephanie, they wanted it. What happens? Feud falls apart. Stephanie's back with Hunter. Why do you think that is? Because Hunter didn't like it. Exactly. Can't let him get too big. Wow. Really? Yeah. Now, granted, in the past 15 years or whatever, Hunter has done a lot with younger talent and doing mm-hmm. NXT and, and getting involved with but indies. But back then, just too and, hot-headed, wanting the spotlight on him. Right. Yeah. Right. Does he regret any of this, you think? Or he I, won't even talk I, about I, it? I wouldn't. I don't think he's... No. He'll spin that just like Vince and Hogan and all these okay. other guys spin it. Got it. Well, you know... You know, I, I, why make Kurt like this? Why, it's like, listen to the crowd. Like yeah, we talked the about the really Hogan and Rock match. And what led up to that was so dumb with the ambulance and Hogan driving a four or diesel and running into the Rock's ambulance. <laughs> yeah. It's just dumb. <laughs> that, that, that just shows how bad the creative was then. Because once you got to the match, the crowd exploded. Yeah, The crowd about was all the so junk. ready for Kurt and Stephanie. Couldn't do it. What has Kurt Angle said about this? Uh, he has a podcast, hasn't he? Probably 19 concussions. He probably remembers this happened. <laughs> I was a Stephanie once? Yeah. Wait, I was in the WC, uh, WWE? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't... I, they're not going to say anything. I mean, okay. he's, he's on the payroll still. He probably gets a quarter of a million dollars a year at least. To okay. Just, well, a lot of these wrestlers shoot and then... Well, yeah, they but do. And then, all of them. And okay. then they got to go get a job again. Oh, well, yeah. You know, it's hard to, to go from the, that profession to saying, you know what, um, I'm going to go work at Target. No, I got you. Or whatever. Because, I mean, these guys have a limited skill set. You know, if you spend your that's true your life in your 20s and 30s doing something that you're not going to do in your 40s, how many people in their 40s pick up a new trade? Not many. Yeah. Hell, I can barely work my phone. <laughs> so, you know, there's just a point where you don't really try to learn a whole lot of new stuff. You're just trying to remember what you knew. Gotcha. Uh, so what's Kurt Angle going to do? That's true. Which no, I'm not that's knocking fair. the guy. That's you know? fair. But, you know, I think that that was two gigantic detrimental things that happened in 2000 that are directly tied to the infamous son-in-law. Okay. All right. What's next? Um, you got two more, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, what's the next one? Okay, so I'm going to go with the most recent thing, and then I'm going to give a very... Uh, I like how you're going with recent. You're always trying to make one recent one. Good, right. Good for you. Well, I, you know, I don't want people to think that we're just going to talk about the glory days. The incredible arrival and potential that was felt when CM Punk came back to wrestling in AEW mm-hmm. and the incredible fumble... That became <laughs> I know nothing him about leaving this, so. AEW. Wow! So, so they he got him back. Got him back. Uh, now, granted, you're bringing a guy in who's in his early 40s. He's right. not wrestled pretty much in about six years. Right. It's has punk, a history though. of concussions. Right. Worked MMA. So Lord knows he got his bell rung there a handful <laughs> a couple of times. Of times too. Yeah. Uh, bring him in Chicago. Incredible moment. Loud crowd. You feel it. Uh, he has a lot, of, handful of good matches with people. Seems to be working with the talent well. Starts getting hurt, but you put this really superstar guy in here with these guys that have never really been on TV before on a regular basis, and it's a big difference. You can see there's a difference. You know, here's a guy who's a real pro, who's done it, who's worked indies, who's done everything, who's wrestled the undertaker at wrestlemania like this guy has had a, a real career yeah he's got tons of experience he didn't wrestle yeah. in japan in front of six thousand people at a show no one saw that they said was the greatest <laughs> match of all time right uh basically the a lot of resentment in the locker room you got a lot of clicks after a pay-per-view they do these what they call a media scrum which is kind of convoluted that you're talking to the wrestling media of all things but media overall is BS. And his boss is sitting beside him, Tony Khan, and he just starts going off and just talking about how ridiculous everything is and how the people that are in charge couldn't manage Target. And just, <laughs> and I know I've referenced Target twice. I'm not knocking Target. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Uh, you can watch this, check it out. You can see his boss is kind of like going, man, I'm not going to be able to fix this. This is, I'm in over my head. But that's the problem. You put a guy in a situation where you know he's angry, don't put him in front of a crowd or in front of that microphone because he's already proven to be outspoken. You know? Right. And and if you know he's at his wits end dealing with these, your other other guys that are in charge... It's kind of like telling someone to go to a party, like, hey, we got to go, we got to go. And you're like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And you get to the party and something happens and that person pulls out an Uzi. But well, they shouldn't have took him to the party. He said he didn't yeah. want to go. I, Punk should not have been put in that situation. He was. and it just... Went to the back, had words with somebody, got in a fight. That was it. Yeah. He's Sad. gone. So that's the end of his career in AEW. On on a whimper. Beforehand, it was mic drop. Right. It was the biggest star. Yeah. And I know Daniel Bryan's a big star, and I'm not knocking that, but CM Punk is a bigger star than Daniel Bryan. Hey. Sorry. He is. Leave your hate in the comments there. Please do. I'm not saying he's a better wrestler. I'm not saying he can have a better bell-to-bell All right. wrestling match, All right. but CM Punk's impact on the wrestling business is much greater than Daniel Bryan's. There we go. All right. 
What's number one? These are good. Well, this is not, I wouldn't say this is number one. Oh, well, I'm just I mean, saying that my last one, one and, and this excuse is, me, this you're right. A, These aren't in your order. Yeah, I don't want. I want to. I don't want to categorize no. this. Go ahead. Uh, although I do think Bret Hart is the number one screw up. Okay. Good I job. Mean, my God. What a bunch of idiots. Screw Hulk uh, Hogan. Uh, when Mid South, which went to UWF was bought out in 1987 by the NWA, who was um, Jim Crockett, mm-hmm. which is where Magnum wrestled. Right. Uh, they brought a lot of that talent in, and they screwed it up, didn't do much with it. Sting did come into that. Rick Steiner, who became big stars, obviously, in WCW. But there was a guy who went on to be a huge star in Japan, who was Jim Ross's boy, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Right. Who was knocked out in the brawl for all. Right. And destroyed his career. Correct. This is a guy who was legitimate, tough guy. Stories of him and Rick Steiner ripping doors off cars and all kinds of just ridiculous stuff. Getting into an argument with Hawk and about to get in a fight. I mean, if you're going to fight one of the road warriors and not pretend fight, like these guys are going to probably kill each other and gouge each other's eyes out. That's a legitimate dude. And they did nothing with him. They could have put him with Cornette. Yeah. Let Cornette have this other side guy and say, hey, this is my friend from Louisiana. To you know, help develop him, introduce him to the crowd, because warm him up. Yeah. Steve Williams could not put two words together other than saying, I'm going to give 110%. Yeah. And let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> uh, but obviously, Cornette can read the phone book and you're going to listen. That's well that that's what you got. That's you what you would got had for. him ready to go as your top heel below the horseman. You could have he could have worked with anybody. Incredibly talented. He was a huge star in Japan and lord knows everybody who loves wrestling loves talking about how great Japan is. The guy had a great <laughs> career in Japan, but he was a legitimate tough guy. Yeah. He was a real wrestler. Yes. The guy could hurt you. He was like Rick Steiner. You could have put him with Cornette, and they dropped the ball with Rick Steiner, too. Put him with Cornette and said they come up with the varsity club and all this other dumb crap. Just a complete, complete screw-up. And that's one of two people, or both of them, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Screwed yeah. that up. Screwed it up. Because one of them's the top baby face and one of them's the top heel. And here's a number one threat to either one of those guys. And they didn't pick him up and do, do didn't the Didn't right do anything thing. with him. Wow. Good picks. Good picks. So I wonder if any of our listeners, if you have picks, you're wrestling <coughs> fans out there, some of you are, let us know in the comments below. And we'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.